Welcome to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. We examine things like habits of entrepreneurs, emerging trends, financing, marketing, where to get help, even how to get started on your own. By the way, I love hearing from small business owners and employees. Send me an email about your small business, gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. That's gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Today's stories, corporate relocations from the suburbs to the cities. Are there opportunities for small businesses to take advantage of abandoned properties or buildings in the burbs? And how locally run doctor's offices are turning a certain medical procedure into an experience. Those stories after this. Small business never stops moving, so Dell's U.S.-based small business technology advisors are trained to keep up. Just call 877-BY-DELL to get connected with an advisor who will get to know your business and tailor a solution with Dell PCs powered by Intel Core processors that is right for you. So you can focus on your business and leave the tech questions to Dell. Call 877-BY-DELL to get in touch with a tech advisor today. Corporate relocations are happening across the country as economic opportunities shift to a handful of top cities and jobs become harder to find in some suburbs and smaller cities. What's that mean for the suburban areas they're leaving behind? Here's something small business owners should be watching. A story from Jonathan O'Connell, reporter at the Washington Post. Jonathan, set the scene. Yeah, there's been, uh, just really in the last three or four years, uh, some of the really kind of big name and and you know big historical employers in America have decided that they are going to uproot from where they've been sometimes fifty or a hundred years and um, move into usually it's a handful of the really kind of big cities in America so New York, Boston, um, L.A., Chicago, uh, you know a little Seattle and Dallas that sort of thing. Um, and their their companies are giving different reasons, but there are names that everybody knows: McDonald's, Aetna, GE. Um, there's a long list of them, and there are going to be more coming also. All right. So, what's behind this? What's going on? A couple things. One is every company in every industry right now is still wrestling with how to win the internet. Sort of everybody's um, experimenting or deep into e-commerce at this point. Um, they're all trying to figure out how to have the best uh, mobile devices, um, tablet devices, sometimes apps, etc., and do the best e-commerce that they can do. And in a lot of cases, they need to find talent to do that. And there's a shortage of people, the software designers and um, kind of data mining experts who are up for that kind of work or qualified for that kind of work. And a lot of them are coming out of school right now or kind of between their 20s and early 20s, mid-20s. And those hires are really, really critical for all these corporations, no matter what industry they're in. And uh, they're finding more and more that they need to be in uh, urban areas in in order to hire them. Wow. All right, so left in the wake, right, are these uh, kind of big suburban areas where these companies were once located. What happens to those buildings or all those employees yeah, it's a tough situation. I mean, particularly for um, employees who have maybe been very loyal to a company for a number of years or sometimes decades and have sort of built their life around, uh, you know, serving that, that that company. You know, in Oak Brook, Illinois, where McDonald's has been for 40, 50 years, you know, people that work for McDonald's have been living near Oak Brook for sometimes their, almost their entire career. And now uh, McDonald's is going to be in downtown Chicago next year, which is, you know, it's not easy to get to from Oak Brook, and it's not easy for people who are maybe commuting from further out to get to Oak Brook all the way into Chicago. So 
you know, some of these companies are going to lose some people. Um, and, you know, just like you mentioned, the, the, the jurisdictions and the cities and towns that are losing these companies are sometimes wrestling with now, okay, well, McDonald's is selling their campus. You know, is anybody going to occupy it? Is somebody going to buy it? What kind of a company would be there? Um, sometimes it's a matter of, of tax revenue for the towns in terms of if their tax base is built on having large corporate employers there, it can be a problem. Uh, so th- I, I honestly think we're kind of in the early part of this, and you're going to see a lot more corporations moving and a lot of other uh, kind of smaller towns trying to figure out what to do. Boy. We're speaking with Jonathan O'Connell, reporter at the Washington Post, about his piece entitled, As Companies Relocate to Big Cities, Suburban Towns Are Left Scrambling. There was uh, one former Caterpillar executive who mm-hmm. talked about moving from Peoria to, I think, Deerfield, that's right. right or something like that and he said yep. uh listen we're, we're based in the midwest we're not city folks uh, is that is a lot of that being said yeah caterpillar is an, an amazing company i mean i have twelve thousand people in the peoria area still and you know caterpillar executives are saying we're you know we're keeping those people there it's, not, it's obviously you can't build an enormous excavator in downtown chicago so yeah. the people building the things at this point anyway are, are remaining in peoria but there's a lot of nervousness in peoria right now because uh, Caterpillar already has had a kind of a digital tech team in downtown Chicago, uh, which is, again, some younger um, tech-oriented staff, um, especially Internet-oriented uh, staff. And now they're moving their very top executives to Deerfield, which is close to Chicago, and their support staff also. And for the folks who have been working for Caterpillar for generations, and there's, two, there's families who have been in Caterpillar two, three, four generations now, it's kind of a question about, well, what's next? Is another park going to get peeled off? Is Caterpillar really going to keep... The, you know the large employment base that they have in Peoria for a long period of time, or is this kind of drip, drip? We're going to lose a piece at a time. Thanks, Jonathan. Jonathan O'Connell, reporter at the Washington Post. Coming up next: small businesses turning vasectomies into a sort of party. You don't often find the words business and friendly in the same sentence, let alone the same state, unless, of course, you're talking about Michigan. Michigan's business-friendly practices help to become a leader in industries that range from agribusiness and cybersecurity to aerospace and defense. In fact, Michigan is ranked among the top 10 states for major new and expanded facilities, which makes Michigan more than business-friendly. It makes Michigan business smart. To learn more, visit michiganbusiness.org, because helping business grow is pure Michigan. Well, finally, hundreds of thousands of American men get vasectomies each year, according to the American Urological Association. Typically, the procedures cost about 500 bucks, but gregarious types willing to spend a few thousand dollars are getting the procedure done together at clinics that look more like club lounges. The Wall Street Journal says some call these gatherings a brosectomy. A vasectomy with friends in a cushy setting of couches, snacks, big screen TVs, and in some clinics, top shelf liquor. Urologist Ernest Sussman of Las Vegas said pairs of men arrive together for the procedure a few times a year, usually visitors attending business conferences or watching sporting events together. Urologist Paul Turek, who has clinics in Beverly Hills and San Francisco, said group vasectomies are a growing trend. A limousine recently delivered a group of biotech employees from the same firm, he said. And with jazz playing in the background, Dr. Turek said, I move like the wind, finishing each man after a song or two, or about eight minutes. 
Reminder, by the way, the Small Business Report is found on our website, which is This Morning with GordonDeal.com, as well as on places like iTunes and SoundCloud. And those are also places where you can hear our daily news program called This Morning, America's First News. Again, if you'd like to share your small business story, I'd like to hear it. You can send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com or look me up on Twitter with the username at Gordon Deal. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal.